Hi guys, welcome to Anna Marieisms. I'm your host, Anna Marie, obviously. I created this podcast because I have so much to share with you, and it's just not going to fit in a nice, neat container. With that in mind, buckle up, and let's talk about life. So I've never lost my voice before, ever. And as weird as it may sound, I was really excited to experience losing my voice for the first time. I know, I'm completely crazy. And now, three, three, three weeks later, I'm not three, four weeks later, whatever it is, y'all, I kind of suck at understanding time because I think I'm just at this point, I don't even think in terms of time. That's a rabbit hole. But three or four weeks later, I am sick and tired of not having a voice. (laughs) And the funny thing is, is that uh, I I was thinking about today as I was trying to record a voiceover for a client um, with this voice and trying to force my voice to sound normal. Because if I force it to sound normal, it can sound a little bit normal. Actually, not anymore now that I've done multiple recordings so far this morning already. Uh, I could about 30 minutes ago. But uh, as I was recording, I was thinking about and worrying about, okay, I want to go into voice acting and acting. What happens if I lose my voice? And the funny thing is, is that prior to last month, my reality was I don't ever lose my voice. If I lose it, if I start to lose it, it comes right back. I've never been able, funny, to lose my voice. So even thinking about a future reality where I lose my voice often is ridiculous because that's not something that ever happens. Um, And, you know, there may be a metaphysical thing that I need to look into about that. I don't know. I think so more so there have been some spiritual lessons that I've been learning by being sick, um, just in the arena of trusting. Uh, but there may be some other things that I need to work through. I've learned over the last couple of months that, uh, human design wise, my voice is undefined, my throat. And the cool thing about that being, that means that I speak really powerfully for other people. Um, that means that I can voice things for them that nobody else can. That's why I'm an amazing channeler. That's why I can listen to two people talking who are not understanding one another and I can translate for them what the other person is saying that they weren't able to hear before I stepped into the conversation. Um, that's why I am such a good actor Because I can actually step into the mind and the voice of the person that I'm portraying. And that's a powerful thing. And so it's so funny how excited I was to lose my voice for the first time because I'd seen other people do it and I'd heard other people do it. And I kind of love how the scratchy sounds, you know, it sounds kind of cute and adorable. And those people who know me know how 
much emphasis I put on being adorable because I am. Um, and I just, I really wanted that experience. And yet my voice is something that has been more powerful for me than anything else because it's how I give the world some of my most powerful gifts. Even as a channeler, my spirit guides have explained to me that I'm not the same type of channel, like that there are different types of channelers and that the type that I am is a translator, um, that my subconscious hears what they're saying and my conscious mind, somewhere in my subconscious mind, it's translating um, what they're saying into an earthly language that people can understand, um, which is why sometimes it takes me so long to get messages, which is why sometimes I get like two or three messages at a time that are slightly different because I'm not just hearing word for word, but I'm actually translating divine language into something that everybody else in the world can understand. And that's, that's part of my gift of having an undefined throat center, uh, is being able to be that translator. And I think having lost my voice, uh, for four weeks, three weeks, whatever the hell it is, uh, I've been able to be more thankful than I've ever been for my voice, for what I'm able to do in the world with my voice. Um, you know, anyone who knows me knows that I, I judge people based on how they sound because the voice is your essence. You know, it, it shows off, it reveals without your meaning to reveal it, who you really are. Uh, and, and I sound completely different than I normally do. Uh, I met a friend yesterday from online um, who I'd not, I had not met before. She was in the area and she came to visit me. And, you know, she said, you have never sound Southern to me before. And you sound Southern um, because I had been around family and because, you know, I'm not like at some point as I grew up, I stopped trying to sound Southern. Like I started just kind of trying to sound more like me and more like a voice that everyone could hear. And because I'm an accent mimic and I was around uh, people who had, quote, less of an accent, um, people from Florida, um, people from people who were missionary kids to different places, so who didn't have the same unique voice markers, um, I had picked up a completely different accent, you know, uh, one that was not Southern in nature. And so it was just amusing to her to hear me sound more Southern because, you know, when I'm more tired or when I'm angry or when I'm around family or when I'm upset, a lot of times I go back to that heritage of a more Southern accent. And, um, I don't know, you may be able to hear my grandmother just got a call in the other room. So she may be a little bit of background to this recording cause I'm just going to power through and finish recording. Uh, for me while I'm recording this video, it is Monday morning, which means I'm going to go babysit my niece and my nephew for a few hours today. Um, 
but I, I don't even know exactly where I was going with this video or this uh, recording, rather, this episode. I will say, um, obviously, I haven't produced a podcast in a few weeks. Um, I think it's been like two months. It's been a while. Uh, but there's been so many necessary lessons. And, you know, I, I said in the beginning when I started this podcast that I wasn't going to promise it every week, um, that I wasn't going to promise it on a set schedule. And uh, I may have actually set one in the beginning, but I quickly changed my mind on that. Um, because for me, I recognize waves of needing to produce and waves of needing to be silent needing to integrate, needing to learn. And um, for me, that's the most powerful thing. And if that's the most powerful thing for me, then necessarily that must be the most powerful thing for my audience Uh, because we are uh, designed in such a way that whatever our design is uh, in order to reach the right people, they will accept us for that. And that was worded a little bit weirdly, but I hope that you understand what I mean. Like, um, you know, if I, if I have an audience that's designed to hear me, that I'm designed to speak to, and I need waves of silence, um, then my audience that I'm designed to speak to will gladly give me that. Um, and, and that's the beauty for you is that whatever you're called or led to do, um, it will match what you can give, you know, it will match your need for waves of silence, or it will match your regular consistent energy. And that's the beauty in life. You know, that's why there's really no scarcity. And we can live in a mindset of scarcity and believe that there's scarcity, there is scarcity. But the reality is, is that whatever, however you design, whatever you're called to do, there is a reality out there right now that matches exactly what you have to offer the world and still is, is provisionary for you. Um, you know, if you're, if you're here and you're, you're supposed to be a millionaire, then you can do that without taking from other people. If you're here and you know, you're supposed to be a voice actor, um, then, then, then you can do that without taking from other people. If you're here and you're supposed to be a doctor, then you can do that without taking from other people because there is no such thing as scarcity. Even in a saturated market, if you are meant to do something, then you get to do it without it hurting anyone and with it only helping everyone. Um, And yeah, like it might hurt some people in that they need to be hurt, you know, like they need to experience that pain. Um, but without ever stepping on top of people to get to where it is that you want to go, if that makes sense. I was talking with someone yesterday about how you can't lose what's yours. And we're all here for a purpose. Like we didn't just come here willy nilly. Um, we didn't come here just to, you know, live our lives and die. We came here to experience joy, to experience expansion, expansion, to experience something. And the cool thing is that what we came here to experience, we do enjoy. 
It's fun for us. That's why money comes so easily to you when you're having fun. Um, because fun is an indicator that you're doing something right. And there are, you know, varying levels to fun that I think we, we miss, you know, like, um, yeah, sure. Going out and partying on the weekend can be fun. Um, and it is, and sometimes you need that, but living a life of just partying isn't fun for very long, not for anyone. Eventually you feel a calling to do a work that is fun, to provide the world with something that is fun. And for some people that's acting and for some people that's channeling for me, it might be both, um, you know, uh, for some people it's knitting for some people it's teaching, you know, what's, what's fun for me is not the same as what's fun for you and so on and so forth. And that's the beauty of a world that is not scarce. That's the beauty of a world that is abundant, no matter how we've shaped our quote reality to appear the reality is that it is abundant that the world can provide everything we are seeking that's why i'm not worried really about climate change or even uh even losing you know uh certain species of animals you know it's sad that a lot of things are happening that are happening and we've been really sucky stewards of the world. Um, but because I know it's an abundant world, because I know it's an abundant universe, I know that at some point that's going to be fixed. And that if what I focus on is what I'm called to, and if I'm called to, you know, focus on conservation, then great. Obviously that's part of it. If I'm called to focus on, um, whatever, that's great. Cause that's a part of it. But, Whatever I'm called to focus on, whatever I'm experiencing the most fun doing is automatically adding to a reality that is more abundant, a reality where um, our world is thriving, a reality where our climate is thriving, a reality where species that have gone extinct come back. Um, and, and we're already beginning to see that. There are several instances recently of species that people thought were extinct showing up again. Um, and I honestly believe there's going to be a time as we move toward acknowledging and enjoying the abundance of our world that we see more of those species that were thought to be extinct coming back um, because the world thrives on our happiness on our enjoyment on our um, ability to have fun in our lives and that's what light is um there's a there's a disney movie and some of y'all are gonna laugh at me and some of you are not gonna know what the hell i'm talking about uh called twitches starring tia and tamara maori from forever ago and at the end of it, they they recognize as they're trying to fight, quote, the darkness, that the opposite of darkness is not light, it's love. And love and light are the two same things. So they start, like, claiming out the people that they love. They start claiming out each other. 
They start feeling love. And, and that's, that's the reality for us as well is that the opposite of darkness, the opposite of scarcity is not light, although it's love and light and love is light. You know, that's true light. That's why, um, you can tell a difference between love light and what a lot of people try to portray as light. I call it false light. I call it gold plated, um, that when you're having fun and you're love and you're expressing love, that eradicates darkness. It gets rid of it. It has to. Darkness can't stand up to love. It can't live in love. That's why when we start exploring ourselves and we see parts of ourselves that are hurting and we hold them and we love them and we tell our inner children, it's okay. You don't have to be afraid anymore. It is the love that heals. It is it being exposed to love that changes us completely. And I, I mean, part of that, you know, I don't believe in the necessity of dualism. I believe that our universe is currently exploring duality. I believe our universe is currently exploring light and darkness. Um, but the, at the end of the day, when we spread love, darkness doesn't exist anymore. It, it just doesn't. You know, there's an end to it. There's no end to love. There's no end to true light. And darkness can't stand up to it. It can't. Um, so, so to believe that it's as powerful as love, that it's necessary for love to be, to, to exist, I don't buy that. Um, I never have. So, like, I know I'm rambling. I know there's, like, I've, I've covered lots of different things. Um, what I want for you to take away from today is that you have a gift. You have probably many gifts. Don't take them for granted. Use them. Ask God, ask the universe to show you how to use them powerfully, how to show up powerfully in the world. And recognize that when you're using them, you're going to be having fun. And that's how you tell if it's your gift or not. If it's fun for you. And yeah, it might be a little scary. It's just, just like, you know, how I tell you guys, like, my fear of roller coasters that I love. They're fun for me, but they scare the shit out of me. Um, and so it might scare the shit out of you, whatever your gift is. But if it's fun for you, that's how you know it's important. Because fun is a reaction to love. You have fun with someone you love because you love them. You have fun doing things that you love because you love them. Focus a little bit more on the things that you love and a little bit less on the things that you don't. Spend time actively this week focusing on those things. Because as you focus on more and more love, you create more and more love in the world, you shine that light a little harder, and the world gets a little less gray, and a little less scarce, and a little 
less not love. I love you guys so much. Uh, please listen for a message to my sponsors. If Anchor ever produces any following this and I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope that in some way it has enriched your life. If you have questions, comments, or you have a topic that you would like for me to cover or a guest that you would like for me to have on, please feel free to email me at annamarie.legacy at gmail.com. You can also check out my website, annamarieisms.com. There's so much information on there for you. I look forward to hearing from you. Please join us next week. And until then, know that you are loved. I love you. And there is nothing that you cannot do.